BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Did you know that Delaware has endless discoveries? The first state invites you to explore miles of beaches and boardwalks, dozens of unique breweries, award-winning restaurants, some of the country's best state parks, beautiful garden estates, and even tax-free shopping. There's plenty of fun for the entire family and more. Find trip ideas and all the info you need to plan your Delaware discoveries at visitdelaware.com. Welcome to Cogill Wine and Film, A Perfect Pairing. I'm film critic Gary Cogill, and today, two of the five best films of the year, at least in my opinion. Steven Spielberg takes a look at his own childhood about growing up eventually in Northern California and making home movies on his Super 8 camera to the delight of his mother and the not-so-delight of his father. It's an enlightened, remarkable movie, and it's called The Fablemans. And Women Talking, written and directed by actress Sarah Polly, it's based on the harrowing true story of a group of secluded Mennonite women living constantly in fear of physical and sexual abuse by the men in their community. And I'm Haley Hamilton Cogill. Today we raise a glass to Spielberg and his love of film, and with that we will toast with one of my early, early wine favorites, Beringer Knights Valley Cabernet Sauvignon. And for women talking, it's it's one of the most difficult, disturbing, and and really quite eloquent films that we have seen in quite some time. And so, though pairing a wine with the situation may not be appropriate, honoring these women and the the story, I think, completely is. So yeah. we will toast them with a powerful wine from women from the great region of Riospasha, Spain. Uh, uh, that's one of your favorite places in the world. Oh, God, places I love Riospasha, and I've talked about it a lot. But yeah. before we get to that, let's talk about The Fablements. So The Fablements is co-written by Steven Spielberg and and his, write, uh, his writing partner, who also did West Side Story with him, Tony Kirshner. But it's directed by Spielberg. I mean, this is the guy that's done Jaws and Close Encounters and Indiana Jones and E.T. and Lincoln and Saving Private Ryan and Munich and Catch Me If You Can and last year's West Side Story, which I thought was the best film of the year. And Schindler's List, the best film I think I've ever had to write about. And the music is by John Williams, and it's this there's a lot of classical music in it because she, the mother, is a classical trained pianist. Pianist. And she plays a lot in mm-hmm. the home, and it's beautiful mm-hmm. to see that. It's kind of part of her yin and yang of her life going on. But young Sammy Fableman is the son, and it begins with this scene of taking him, taking a five- or six-year-old to the movies for the first time in his life. And they go to see The Greatest Show on Earth, which I think won the Oscar for Best Picture. It was a huge spectacle back in the early 50s, and, and, uh, and he just becomes enamored with movies. He's also got a home that there's a lot going on in between the hu- husband and the wife. And well, don't they start in New Jersey? They do. They, so, yes, they—, they Early life is in New Jersey. He right. is a a an engineer, um, a, a genius. They say several times throughout. Like, and that's played by Paul Dano, right? right. And 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 so then they are transferred to Phoenix, and then transferred to Northern California to work for GE, I think. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, 
Go ahead. Yeah, well, and, and they, they have a, and the, the father's best friend is played by Seth Rogen, and he's a buddy in business with him and all this stuff, and it's a great little part for Seth Rogen. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a really important part in this movie. And Michelle Williams, who has been great in movies many times before and is probably as good as it ever gets, I think, in this movie with her. And then you have uh, Judd Hirsch playing a small part. Mm-hmm. and uh, But the kids are great, and there's lots of kids in them. There's all kinds of buddies and friends, and as he grows up and gets into high school, and he's he's a Jewish kid in, in, a, in a high school with hardly any Jewish kids in right. it, if any, and gets mocked a lot and all that trouble stuff. But So I, I'm, tr- I'm trying to paint a picture of a kid growing up loving movies and then starting to make his home movies. And a mother that encourages him and a father that thinks it's just a hobby and someday. But the, father, the father's more complicated than that. He's not just a guy that, you know, kind of poo-poos everything his son does. He, he really loves his son, mm-hmm. but, he, but he just thinks differently. But the mother is a gusher, and she, she's, a, she's a dancer, and she's a musician, and she's a free—she's an open she's spirit. She's a creative. Yes, and, yeah. and he's a, a scientist. Yes, they are opposites. They are complete opposites. Right, and their marriage is in trouble. And part of this movie is exploring all of the problems in that marriage while still trying to be good parents. It's very complicated. Mm-hmm. But it also, there's all these little homages. Like, there's a scene where they're all on their bicycles, and it looks like a scene out of E.T. Yeah. that they're going to pick up E.T. And you start seeing all these little things that later on will come out in Spielberg's career. Mm-hmm. And, of course, his name is Sammy Fableman, and so they, they did a fictitious name. But I'm just going to say that this is by far, I think, the best film I've seen so far this year. There's still quite a few films to come. But, uh, and it's complicated. The more I think about it, the more I think about how it's all put together, mm-hmm. how it's photographed, how it's edited, how the music the by music John Williams' score. score is so beautiful. And, and John Williams has been nominated for an Academy Award 52 He's, he's had 52 nominations wow. in his life. Only, only, the only person more is, I, I think, Walt Disney. And it's just a remarkable film. And I, I, I watched this, and I'm, I wasn't aware of how emotionally complicated this mm-hmm. film was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's, um, and I, I just want to kind of jump in. So yeah. there's, there, it is highly emotional. I think that, that within about the first 15 minutes i'm i'm teary-eyed and and then that continues to happen a lot but one of the i think the f- really the first moment that made me teary-eyed was watching michelle williams the mother be so proud of her son mm. and and so proud that he had created this little movie and 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 then you get into the heart-wrenching kind of uh tears because it is very emotional and it is very um sincere and and you just and it's it just fascinates me how you know you just listed Spielberg's films these are the some of the greatest films of of that have ever been made ever, ever. Been made, ever. and the fact that that if he had listened to his father at least according to how the script is written mm-hmm. if he had listened to that you know that that guy in his ear instead of his mother, that we would have all of all of this beauty and creativity and 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 art yeah. would have never would have never happened would have never happened yeah well, what do you have just, done would he have become a scientist or, yeah or yeah and well it, and the fact that that watching how this family works the fact that he made West Side Story last year because he loved that film 
so much growing so much up, and it was up. such a, an important part of his life. And some of those kinds of, you know, it's yeah. it's cool to to see that and to see. I think the it's a movie, obviously, but there was a, a really beautiful authenticity that that came out through through these characters, and they're all good. The the they're the kid good. when the little Sammy Fableman is adorable. It, just looking at his eyes and the wonder and the amazement and the 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 joy that he's seeing um, and then you know watching him as he gets older like these kids are great it's it was it, it's great to see young actors doing it it kind of in in the light of what an ET kind of did right. with you know really really letting these kids shine is when I, really cool. when I was growing up in Portland, there was a kid two blocks away that lived in a really, like, fancy home. We didn't have a fancy home. And Spielberg didn't have a fancy home at all. And and uh, and I got invited over there once, and his dad, I think, worked in the film industry, and he was a little Spielberg. He had a little Super 8 camera, and he was making movies. He wanted me to help him for a couple of days do some stuff. And so we filmed a bunch of stuff with this camera and all that stuff. And then they eventually moved away. But I always grew up thinking about that little boy and whatever happened to him and and and, and how fabulous it was to go over there and see all that support in that house for him doing this. And he was, you know, we were eight. We were eight or nine. You know, we were we weren't very complicated at all. It's it's really amazing. I I uh I think this is a deceptive movie because you watch this movie and it's deeper and richer and more complicated and better than it looks on the surface. And the more you think about, I think, The Fablemans, the better it gets. Mm -hmm. It's a kind of an odd title to a film, and it's not a catchy title. Um, but, uh, man, it's good. It's well, just, it's, when, man, it's we, good. We saw it with the intention of going to see a, a follow-up movie that day or the next yeah. day, and I, I couldn't stop thinking about this. Kind of like... How I couldn't stop thinking about women talking that we'll right. get to, which we'll bit. get to. Yeah, yeah. Both these films are, I think, two of the five best films of the year. Just really, yeah. really incredible, remarkable. Yeah. So, and and you were so excited. You know, this is the Fablemans is one that you've just been gushing about, waiting for it to to just come out so for months. I'm thrilled yes. that that it. I think delivered a lot more than. I mean, I know we both expected a lot, but it, I think it's it really different did. than I perceived it as. Mm -hmm. um, because our lives are tied to movies, but they're tied to movies because of what's emotionally going on in our lives. Mm -hmm. You know, movies aren't always an escape. They're really an examination of of how people explain things that we couldn't explain in our own life, and it makes sense. Mm -hmm. and, and and so I think this is a deeper, richer explanation of just the love of movies, and I love going to the movies. It's mm -hmm. No, it's a it's yeah. a deeper, richer explanation I, of of life. I love going to the movies because I'm so moved sometimes, and I cry a lot at movies, and I'm I. That's a that's a big thing for me, and not because I cry easy, but 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 because how can you not yeah. when that is when what is going on is in front of you? Yeah, beautiful. Michelle beautiful. Williams is great. Yeah, oh, she's great. She's she's one of the front runners to win the Oscar and get nominated. And I can see that happening yep. very easily. Me too. Um, so I thought, you know, because this film kind of celebrates Spielberg's love of film, and and a whole lot more. Um, toasting with one of my early kind of wine favorites that I tasted for the first time in college. It's It's been around with the label since 1974. Wow. Um, but it was really, you know, I've, I've, I've commented 
often that the first time I tasted a Barolo, it was my kind of aha wine. Ingelnook's uh, Rubicon is like the, it just it makes me, you know, melt <laughs> anytime yeah. I have a chance to to try it that, that you know, I fell in love with when it was Nibom Coppola Rubicon. I just, it's one of my most favorites. But one of the wines that really kind of spurred the interest um likely because it was very affordable at the time. It's still very affordable, um, but it was Behringer Knights Valley Cabernet Sauvignon. And it's from the it's from the Behringer historic Behringer winery in Napa Valley. Um, but it's made from the Knights Valley fruit, which is actual Sonoma fruit. And so Knights Valley is north of uh, Sonoma, kind of north the or the northern edge kind of that straddles Sonoma and Napa, um, high elevation, rocky, gravelly soils. Um, and and Behringer found this vineyard. They'd been farming it since the 1960s, which is also kind of, I mean, the Behringers, it's a, it started in the 1800s. It's been around for a very long time. But think about the 1960s in Napa and Sonoma, and there really wasn't a lot going on. And so they found this piece of land. As I said, they started, um, it's their vineyard. They actually labeled it as such starting in 1974. Um, and and really were the leaders in having what is now known as Knights Valley, the Knights Valley um, ABA, the American Viticultural Area, um, in in creating that ABA in the I think it was early 1980s. Um, and it's just we actually enjoyed a bottle of this just the other night, and I it's it's it it's lush and plush and round and juicy and lots of dark chocolate and lots of ripe fruit and it's a it's it's kind of what you think about for a, a California cab right. um, it it does have some of the 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 structure and the texture and the earthiness that you hope for with um, with mountain fruit which is something that you know I'm I'm always attracted to but at the end of the day it's just a it's just a really good wine that you can just sit down I think it's $36 now wow um, that's not much and 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 just kind of just kind of melt into it and um, it's pretty soupy. Smooth. It really, it was just, it was just really beautiful. Nice little hint of herbaceousness, kind of the woody herb notes that that we like. But and you can lay down that wine too. You can, oh, absolutely, for a long time. I think so. Um, and and but you could also that's it's the tannins right now are not overpowering. It's really nicely balanced. The acid to to tannin structure again with nice ripe fruit. Just a really just a really great great wine and the Behringer winery is also a part which i just kind of love is a part of the new there's a new limited edition Napa Valley Monopoly game what which is likely the only way that we'll ever own any land in Napa. <laughs> so it's like the perfect little holiday pairing. You can have a little little Behringer wine and and play a little Monopoly, a little holiday combo, a little. That's little. a good part. And go see the Fablemans. <laughs> and go see the Fablemans. Wow. That's a perfect. That's a perfect holiday night. Napa Valley Monopoly game. We can own some land, babe. Yeah. You and me. You know what? What's the what's the phrase? If you if you want to make a small, small fortune, fortune in wine. 
Start with a very large one. Start with a large one, and that starts with buying land, but, <laughs> doesn't it? Really, it does. uh, perfect. That's uh, a perfect wine for. I pretty much call this a perfect film. I wouldn't change the frame of the film, and I'll drink that wine anytime. Absolutely, it's like silk going down my throat. When we come back on Cogill Wine and Film, a perfect pairing. It's a film I can't get out of my head, and Haley too, for its just sheer ability to get made and then pulling it off in such a remarkable way. It's called Women Talking, and we will be right back. Welcome back to Cogill Wine and Film, A Perfect Pairing. Women Talking features an all-star cast that includes Frances McDormand, Claire Foy, Jesse Buckley, Rooney Mara, it's based on a 2018 novel of the same name, and it's called Women Talking. Wow. So, uh, where do we start? It's how So we um, had the wonderful joy of, of watching this in, in our, our privacy of our homes. Carrie received a screener, which was great, because I don't know that I could have watched this in a theater. It is, it is so hard. So and it's, and I, I've said this before, I don't mean a cliche. It's hard for all the right reasons. It could have been much more difficult to watch. Right. And uh, because it is women talking. But, it, you know, it's, it's, it's based on this novel by Miriam Toes, who's a, a, a Mennonite woman who's been writing about Mennonite and the problems a lot of times within the Mennonite faith. And this is one of her books. And, of course, Sarah Pauly is a Canadian actress and a filmmaker and really good. Eight Mennonite women get together in a barn to try to deal with what has been happening to them for a long, long time. And they're miserable and they're and they're rightfully so because the men drug them and rape them and then go back out in the fields and they're training the boys up to do that. And they're living also – and we're not talking about something in like 1800s. We're talking about now. Yeah. And like this was literally – I think it literally happened in, in – in, it happened somewhere in Canada. I can't remember exactly where. But, but not long ago. No, I think it's in the in the, like, like 1990s 20, or something. Or, uh, no, yeah. like 2010, 25, okay. something that's, like that. That's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. And so you have these you know, highly religious communities that are secluded and they have their own rules. You know, I, I, and and so and nobody bothers them, and so and they have the men and the women are making their own clothes, and the men are over here working, or they're all working in the fields. But you create these horrible, horrible environments which we've seen in many cults. Not that I'm calling Mennonites a cult, but it became cultish, and where the men have all the power and they abuse it, and it's horrifying. And this is all about you know sexual assault, and it's not just. It's not just the wives in it. It's it's dealing with young girls. And there's two girls in this film that are part of these women sitting in this barn grappling with this issue. And, and it keeps showing them. And the face of them throughout this movie says everything to me. It just was enlightened. But you've got Claire, Claire Foy. And you've got Jesse Buckley, Buckley. and Judith Ivey, yeah. and, and Rooney Mara. I mean, I think these are all Oscar-nominated Performances. The cast is so incredible. The and I think that you know the the one the the fact that it was made because it I mean the the very beginning of the movie is highly highly graphic. Right. It's it's just that's disturbing to watch. But then you also have to to get on board with literally the next whatever hour and a half of of dialogue 
because that's what it it's it's not it's it's not you know Wakanda forever. <laughs> it's no. it's not. There is no action in this movie. It is literally really really impactful words that it is so fantastic that are being and and then highly disturbing because it's not teenage it's not only teenage girls there there's a there is a four-year-old child that this has happened to and the fact that that it could have happened to her by a man that's Five times her age. Right. That's that's the that's why it's so disturbing. Right. And and they're grappling with their faith because some of them, their faith compels them to just be modest, turn the other cheek, and let and it deal go with it. and deal with it. Because and, that's how it's always been. And then you have the fireballs. The women. And these women there, can't even they they can't they can't write. They have to have the school teacher that is a man. Right. In person to take the notes because they can't. They are. They haven't been taught how to read or write. Right. They are uneducated and 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 because that's because that's against the religion and that is again. It's like this is crazy. It's crazy and it's nuts. And it's a really important film. This is a really important film, and it speaks to not only what's going on in this country at times, but what's going on in other countries at time where. You know, where women have to be overdressed and you can't get educated, and they have not—they have—they have a say in absolutely nothing, in nothing in their lives about what they do, in education especially. I mean, it's just—it's just—it's so important. I'm going to say too that the words that these women say yeah. in this—that's written by Sarah Polly. If this screenplay won the Oscar for best screenplay, I would be thrilled. I think *The Fablemans* is a great screenplay. There's others. But man, this is this is great writing, mm-hmm. and it's and it's directed in these kind of muted, you know, their their lives are colorless in a way, and so it's directed that way. You'll see splashes of color, but it's all kind of muted tones, you know, as they decide whether they're going to fight these men or leave, fight or leave. It's it's not both choices are hard for some of them, and Frances McDormand has a very small part in. But what a this is a two time Oscar winning actress that. You know, has her little has her little wrap around her head, and mm-hmm. she's she's fighting for tradition, and it's hard for her, mm-hmm. and it's hard for her. And there's a there's one guy in it. It's a school teacher, yeah, the school teacher who's just great, Ben Ben Wishaw, and that's an Oscar level mm-hmm. performance by this guy in it. He is humble. He's interesting. He's smart. He holds back. It's not about it's him. It's not about him. And not he about says him. that to them quite often because they do ask him. They they ask his opinion. And it's, yeah. it's it, he quickly says, this isn't. He's transcribing all their discussion. Yeah, this isn't about me. How do you, I, I, I just, my heart goes out to this. I, I hate that this happened. But we know intellectually that this happens all over the yeah. world and happens in this country. Well, that's, I mean, not to this extent, but it's it's the story of of education. And that's why, you know, I've been such a big proponent of water for for, for so many years of, of bringing water to villages because in many, many parts of the world, the women walk all day to a river to gather water and then walk back. And if all of a sudden you bring them water, then instead of walking to a river all day, they have the chance to improve their lives. They have the the chance to <clears throat> get an education. And and it's 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 disgusting to me to see that a religion would 
would not allow that for their women. Right. It's it's just very. Yeah. It's it. There's moments in this film where the anger just flies out of some of them, and you you, you can't thank them enough for saying that mm-hmm. and saying those things. It's hard to watch. And and aren't we lucky that we that we weren't born into that? Yeah. I mean, there are just yeah. so many. It's it's. Wow. It, it's a tough one, but it's it, very important. It's it's really one of the five best films of the year. It's it's so it's cinematic, it's fascinating, it's uh, unbelievably well written. It's as good as movies get this year. But man, it's that hard topic that, you know, not everybody's going to run to the theater to right. see it. So how will this come out? It'll come out in theaters. Will it? Yeah, it's coming out in theaters. Yeah. Well, it's, yeah. you know, it's grab a tissue, but again, it's 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 so good. Um, And as I said, you know, it's not really the the most appropriate film to to pair a to pair a joyful wine with, but I do think that the region of Rias Baixas in Spain is Mm. is a very um, is a really very interesting one and a completely different um, scenario, but it is heavily. Uh, run by women to the fact that that um, Marisol Bueno, uh, Pazo Senorans, she actually was the driver in having the Rios Bajos uh, region designated as such and mm-hmm. working with the Spanish government because so we're um, far northwest Spain and Galicia, um, so green Spain, uh, lush green. Uh, plush, you know everything yeah. that I said about that wine <laughs> is is what you find here. It's it doesn't look like I think of Spain, a lot of parts of Spain, very arid, very dry, very rocky. This is green and beautiful, and uh, rivers running through it, and wow. um, and and vines that that grow on on granite. Stake pergolas because there's so much granite in the soils up wow. there. So they just, you know, you think of your fancy granite countertop, and they just have that everywhere. Um, and so, and and these pergolas that that you know rise up ten feet, and underneath the pergolas are the rest of kind of the family crops. So you could have potatoes growing, you have cabbage, you have all of everything that that a lot of these. Um, they don't. They they aren't that many real vineyards. Um, a lot of the region is are is built on co-ops, which because it's a, a a region run by women, because the men go out to work in the ocean, work the work in the boats, you know, gather the mussels and clams and everything that the that the all the fish that the region is known for. So the men are are not at home. A lot of the time, and the women are left behind to run the household and grow the crops and grow the grapes. And wow. so all of this happens, and you know they might only have a, a, a few acres of land, if that. And um, and so it's it's interesting and it's exciting to see how in a very short time, I want to say the region just became an official. Um, official designation in like the 90s, maybe late 80s, early wow. 90s. So not that mm-hmm. long ago, but it's also because for so long Galicia was kind of cut off from from the rest of Spain. It's it, 
it's much more like Vino Verde in, in Portugal than it is in Spain. Yeah. It's kind of that same um, area. But they make this beautiful, their signature grape, Albarino, and so they make this very, very vibrant, very high acid, very refreshing, slightly briny from the ocean air coming in off the Atlantic, and and just exceptional wines to go with all this gorgeous seafood that's coming out of out of the ocean, um, and and over. I want to say almost 60% of of the the main winemakers in the region are women including um the winemaker for Martin Kodaks that is one of the largest um wineries in the region um Katia Alvarez as I said Marisol Bueno I had a chance to interview Marisol many years ago and the one thing I also loved about her is, one, she's so passionate, but she's also so humble. And and she's so gung-ho about her region and her beautiful wines, um, but also just very gracious and beautiful and loving and, and you know, one of the just the— the classiest people that I've ever I've ever kind of had a, a chance to to be around, and and the wines are great, and the wines are are you know if you need a if you need a nice clean refreshing thirst quenching <laughs> Albarino, this is the place to find one. We were in a setting the other day, and they ran out of Chardonnay and said, "Oh, but uh, we do have an Albarino," and I took it back to you. Really? Yay! We, Yes. I got so excited. We don't have a Chardonnay, but we have an Albarino. It's a, it's a good thing. And fifty yeah. percent of the of the winemakers are women. At least, I don't, I I don't think, think any region in the world is doing that. I very if there are any others, um, and and it's because it it came out of out of really being a requirement because they're the only they're the only people there. Right. <laughs> but that also builds a really strong community, and that yeah. builds a really um, strong network, and and it. And it builds an area that gets things done. And, you know, I'm all about Spain anyway, so it's it's one of my favorites. I do also just want to add a little note um, on on the topic of this very difficult film and subject. You know, there um, if you're in a situation that you need some if, – if you're being abused or um, you know, there's domestic violence in your home, um, there's really – I think a, a really good organization to turn to. It's called Rain Rape Abuse and Incest National Network, spelled R A I N N. Yeah, right. um, and and they work with it's the nation's largest anti-sexual um, violence organization. They they work with the, the Department of Defense that um, work uh, to to help fund their helpline. They they just kind of carry out a lot of different programs and help a lot of organizations that can help um, prevent sexual violence. And um, so it's, you know, it's mm. something that if, if you are in a situation that you need, um, that you need some help, then help is out there. What a movie and what a pairing. I mean, I, I just, uh, we get a chance to talk about the tough stuff and not avoid it. I think it's really important. Mm -hmm. It's really, really important. Next week on Kogel Wine and Film, A Perfect Pairing, Daniel Craig and a great cast solve a murder mystery on an isolated island. It's another wild and wonderfully crafted film from Ryan Johnson called Glass Onion, A Knives Out Mystery. 
And a world-class restaurant that caters to the rich is getting rave reviews with Ray Fines playing the demanding chef who takes his menu and his diners seriously. It's a shocker, and it's called The Menu. I can't wait to pair with that. And with that, I'm Gary Kogel, and I'm always looking for the next great film. I'm Haley Hamilton Kogel, always in search of a great glass of wine. Join us next time on Kogel Wine and Film, a perfect pairing. Aloha. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Did you know that Delaware has endless discoveries? The first state invites you to explore miles of beaches and boardwalks, dozens of unique breweries, award-winning restaurants, some of the country's best state parks, beautiful garden estates, and even tax-free shopping. There's plenty of fun for the entire family and more. Find trip ideas and all the info you need to plan your Delaware discoveries at visitdelaware.com.